Good morning, everybody. We are back in the studio this week. This is Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and today on the show we have an unusual situation. We have on Susan Bergstrom, who is our, one of our sponsors, but also is going to be talking about uh, Medicare. As you know, and maybe many people, if you're turning 65, you're going to want to listen to this. Okay, okay. So, but there's some other things going on too with the Medicare situation that she wants to tell people about. We've been advertising it for the past several weeks, but she's going to be talking most exclusively about this. Okay, so anyway, yeah, we're going to be talking to her about all that. And also, we're going to be taking your phone calls. So, let me give out the phone number if you've got a question about your Medicare coverage. She can answer anything you want. If you turn 65, you're really wanting to know how does it happen, how do you do it, how do you get signed on, all that stuff, give her a call. The numbers are, phone is 425-373-5527, and toll-free in Western Washington is 888-298-5569. And we'll be giving those numbers out again in, so during the show, so... Don't worry, if you forgot about it, we'll repeat it. So anyway, uh, yes, today we're going to be talking about all of that with Susan. And on the, uh, the Celebrity of the Week, we've picked an unusual one because this is a show that I watch every Saturday night at 7 o'clock. It's called Keeping Up Appearances. And for those of you who don't know, it's a, it's a show that was produced by BBC years ago, and it was really funny, just amazingly funny. And the, the star of that show is a woman named Patricia, Patricia Routledge. And she's now a dame, so she's Dame Patricia Rotledge. And she's got a very interesting birth chart, so we're going to be doing an analysis on her birth chart in just a few minutes. So we're going to have fun with this because she's she's just awesome. She just is. And I'm going to talk more about her and a little bit about her history and, you know, and also her astrology, which is very interesting. So anyway, okay, so we're going to take a break right now. When we get back, we're going to be doing the Astro Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Okay. I was so excited when that came on because I, last night I sent this request to Nathan over me email to play the theme from the show. And that's a theme from Keeping Up Appearances. And it really is, if you kind of look at it, the music is kind of, it's kind of prim and proper, but it's also goofy. Okay, so you have a kind of combination going on. So let's talk a little bit about Dame Patricia Routledge. She's fabulous. Now, her birthday is February 17, 1929. She was born at 1230 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. She was born in Birkenhead, B-I-R-K-E-N-H-E-A-D, in England. Okay, so she is... Um, 
She's an interesting woman. She's never married, which is very interesting. She's always just worked, worked, and worked some more. She has over 70 years of experience as an actress, and that's probably basically her whole life. She's 92 now, and she's still going strong. That's the amazing thing. She's really something else. So let me look at my notes here about her. You know, um, Her being in an Aquarius, by the way, when she's playing the, co- the character of Hyacinth Bouquet, which is the name of the character on Keeping Up Appearances, that's actually, actually spelled B-U-C-K-E-T. So everybody always says, well, hello, Mrs. Bucket. And says, it's Bouquet. She always says that to everybody. She's always correcting people, you know. And so um, she also answers her phone in a certain way, too. She's the Bouquet residence, the lady of the house speaking. And so um, that's something that everybody laughs at. This, you know, she's basically got a whole lot of, of things that she does now on the show that everybody knows about that watches the show. And there's even a, a, a Facebook page for Hyacinth Bouquet or Bucket on Facebook page. And it's very funny. So, you know, I really like looking at her, you know, because I always keep this in mind when I'm watching her. She's an Aquarius. Okay. Now, she kind of looks rather Saturnian, but she does have, let me give you some particulars here. She has Scorpio rising, which is interesting. She does have that kind of stare, you know, when it comes to looking at people. But um, she also has her moon, her Mercury, and her sun in the third house in Aquarius. Mercury in Aquarius, retrograde. And by the way, let me just say that she has a stationary retrograde because the retrograde was going direct two days after she was born. So that was basically as basically sitting still in the sky, so it's taking on extra added, added impact in her life. So the thing about her is that she spent time studying her language, and she has a degree in English literature. Isn't that interesting? Okay. So, um, and she has an enormous amount of awards. She's a, a Tony Award for... Um, Oh, I can't remember for what this was, but she um, had also an Olivier Award and BBC television. She was always on doing things like that, degree in English, like I said. And um, she um, had, like, the, the a number of years she's been doing her career is just astounding. But, you know, I will have to talk about the first time I ever saw her on, on TV or in a production. It was done in 1971. I was watching it on YouTube. It was a production of Sense and Sensibility by Jane Austen, whom I just love. And she played this really wacky character named Mrs. Jennings. And she was just kind of separate from everybody else, but she just drew so much attention to her because she was very proper, very nice, but then she would just kind of go off and sort of twitch every now and then. I thought, well, that's very much like an Aquarius would, would do. And her character on... Keeping up appearances very much that way. She's always wondering about or worrying about her status in life and how that she could move to the upper levels of of statushood, you know. And so she was always trying to do things the proper way. And so she would give things like candlelight suppers, which were funny. And so, but everything she managed to do would just turn out really bad, you know. And it should be a total bunch of accidents and everything else. And it's just. It's just really good, fun British humor, if you've ever seen a British comedy. So um, she's really an amazing, you know, I look at her chart. Here's some more stuff in her chart. Sun-Neptune opposition. Neptune is at the midheaven. Okay. Neptune is the things like um, artism, artism, 
um, somebody that does things in the visual medium. That's that's Neptune. Uh, somebody that is an actor, and she also has Leo on the Med Heaven, which is the actor. So she did, you know, kind of consider her her uh, career one day, and she said, well, "I'm going to do that." And the chart said she did a good job, basically. So um, she also has some other things. Her Mercury being stationary, her Mercury is going to take extra amount of energy in her life. It is because of being stationed. So she she is also. She's a very precise speaker when you listen to a very distinctive speaking voice, but she also sings opera. <laughs> That's really funny on the show, too. And and um, so she makes does parodies of that on on the show that she does. So it's it's really something to watch. And her if you ever have a chance to see an interview by her, she's just really lively and she's 92 years old. It's amazing how much energy she has. She has a moon in Taurus, and he has a moon in Taurus next to the North Node, so that tells us about the moon. She's trying to find her way to the moon, you know, emotional stuff. But, you know, basically, she um, has her Mars in Gemini. So that's more of an echo of the third house. You have the third house, Aquarius, and also the eighth house, Mars in Gemini. Third house deals with Gemini, the third house. So, um, so that's a real passion for her learning and what she would do. So it's it's really um, interesting to see all these things. And, and everything is kind of stuck over on the right side of the chart on the big circle here with all the symbols going on. So that tells us she's trying to find her way in life, but she's not necessarily looking for assistance. She's looking to do it with pe- the help of other people. That's usually how it works with a right-sided person. You know, you basically have earned your right to call yourself an expert at something. But somewhere along the line, people come along and they say, listen, I'll help you get this. I'll help you get that. And she would just keep moving and the doors would open for her her potential to actually happen. So um, this is just incredibly, um, it makes sense of what she is. But more than anything, if I want to give a bottom line on this chart, this woman is an Aquarius. An Aquarius are always trying to break the rules that things that other people have set up and to change things. And also, she took on a role that was basically not really straight-laced and, and structured as somebody from the higher level of echelon in the British society would be rather stuffy. She was far from it, far from stuffy. She tried to be stuffy, but it never worked because she was always boo-booing or falling over or something or whatever it was that just kind of tripped her up on anything that she was trying to do. And the fact that she called herself Bouquet and her husband, Richard, is just hysterical. He's just really kind of nonplussed kind of guy who just kind of says, yes, Hyacinth, what do you want? And, you know, says, and you realize he's tied to her forever and she's just got him around her little finger. You know, it's, it's all this good stuff. But, you know, um, her chart really indicates you know, the, the desire that Neptune smack on the midheaven says, I'm going to be doing whatever I have to do. God will take me in the direction I need to go as far as what I need to do for my career. And she's always pretty much followed that. She did her this series for five years, and she decided she wanted to leave because she wanted to try something else. Because by the time the fifth year came around, they were starting to repeat material and so she got tired of that, so she wanted to leave. So she has what we would call a very low ho- threshold of boredom, you know, and, and any Aquarian would be, because as long as they aren't tempting the boundaries that are set around them, then they're probably not that interested in it. But, you know, she probably read this, I think she said she read this script for this, and she knew she had to do it. 
you know, because it was just so, it it's just has this really kinky, qu- wacky side to her. And that's why I love watching her. I love watching her Aquarius side come out when I watch her. It's just fabulous. So anyway, that's in on Patricia Routledge. I could talk a whole lot more about her, but her chart is interesting. And, you know, she also has Jupiter in the sixth. So that opens doors, a possibility for employment. That's something she never had to worry about. So anyway, and the thing is, she never got married. She never felt like, you know, she needed to do that. She was doing something much bigger than herself, and that was her acting. So anyway, that's it on Patricia Routledge. And we're going to take a break right now. When we get back, we're going to bring on our guest, Miss Susan, Rat- Susan Rout- Routledge. No. <laughs> No, no, no. I get my brain out of that past one. Susan Bergstrom, we're going to bring her on, and we're going to be talking to her about Medicare and also long-term health care. So we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our animal friends Sunday. We will check in with all of our regulars this month, Meow Cat Rescue, Help Animals India, and Seattle Dogs Homeless Program. Plus, we'll chat with the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga to find out what's going on with them. Hope you can join us. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. And welcome back, everybody. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I can't even speak after that. KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And with me right now is Susan Bergstrom, our guest this morning. Good morning, Susan. Hey, Eileen. How are you? I'm good. Good. <laughs> Did you enjoy uh, Susan or um, Patricia Routledge? Yeah. Um, I didn't know you were going to dub me with her last name, though. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, Patricia <laughs> Routledge. Yeah, unusual name. So anyway, so, okay, let's talk a bit about, we want to talk about with the thing that just came up a few weeks ago about the long-term health care. Okay, so uh, if you aren't aware of this, there is a new tax that's going to be implemented in January. And uh, nobody's going to be really happy about that either. Uh, If you're planning on retiring within the next uh, 10 years, basically you will be donating money to the state that you will never collect on. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So how it works is this. The state says, okay, well, everyone is getting a little bit older. And in 20 years, we're going to have a real problem. Uh, Because all of the baby boomers will start to need long-term care. Now, let's talk about what long-term care is and how it is defined. So, when you talk about long-term care, you are talking about the six daily acts of living. Okay? So, that is being able to get out of bed by yourself. You need to be able to use the bathroom by yourself. Now, if you have vertigo, that may not be possible or something broken, or what have you, any number of reasons. You need to be able to transfer from a chair to a wheelchair. You need to be able to feed yourself. And lastly, cognance, okay? Mm -hmm. You need to be able to remember what day it is, when you were born, know what time it is. 
and your doctor starts testing you on those types of things, okay? So it is very important that when you cannot do two of those things under today's definitions, you would be considered in need, not able to live alone anymore, okay? Mm. Now, the new law, however, the new long-term care benefit and tax requires you not to be able to do three of those things. Okay. Okay. So I'm talking about that primarily because the the definitions is mud. Most people don't understand how you actually end up with long-term care, what it pays for, or how this is going to impact them. So the new law that's coming in and the new tax Okay, charges you, and if this is only applies if you're a W-2 employee, not if you're retired, not if you're self-employed. So what you need to know is if you work for somebody and you get a W-2 at the end of the year, in January, your paycheck will be lighter because they are going to take 58 cents for every $100 you make. So, and you get to pay this forever, and they can adjust it because it's the government. So they could actually increase what they take from your paycheck later on. But we're starting out at $0.58 cents for every 100 or $5.80 for every 1000 that you make. Doesn't sound like a lot, but you have to pay into it for 10 years. You have to live in the state of Washington when you need it or you get nothing. And you have to not be able to do three of the six daily acts of living. And guess what? It pays $100 a day for one year. Okay, now let's talk about reality. Right now, traditional long-term care, if you were to go into a facility, is somewhere between $6,000 and $15,000 a month. Okay, well, so it's not going to even scratch the surface about what it's going to pay for you. Okay, so what you need to realize is that there is a system in place with the government currently, and it's called a spend down. A spend down says, okay, um, we want you to give away or sell or liquidate all of your assets until you have $2,000 in the bank. Okay, well, there's a lot of people out there who says, well, well, if that's the case, why don't I just give it all to my kids? Okay, well, the government says, no, you can't do that. If we have a look back period that says that if you, it's, and it varies from state to state, but five to six years, if you've given away anything of value, your home, your bank accounts, what have you, then we're not going to uh, allow that, and we will go after your beneficiaries that you've given this money to or mm. these assets, and we will recollect that for you so you can use that for long-term care. So don't even think about giving it away if you need long-term care because that isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Now, you have spent down all of your money. If you're single, they're going to force you to sell your house. If you're married, there's some provisions. But... You will have to spend down every dime you have until the government says, oh, you're broke enough. I guess we'll help you pay for it. And that's called a Medicaid spend down. 
So what you need to realize is this. On, if you're going to a Medicaid facility and you let, let's say that you live in Seattle, they could say, oh, well, we don't have any facilities in this area, but we have one in Spokane. You're going to Spokane. Away from all of your family, all of your friends, whether it's convenient or not. Okay, so when you're talking about long-term care at these whopping amounts of money, what is this tax going to do for you? Nothing. Very, very, very little. So you won't be even able to capitalize on that tax you paid into at all for nothing, right? Pretty much. Pretty much. I oh. mean, you got to be pretty messed up not to be able to do three things. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about mostly end-of-life situations where the tax would kick in, mm-hmm. and it's going to barely scratch the surface. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I, I put it on uh, the, the app next door, and oh my gosh, I thought the world was, had lost their mind. Uh, I had probably 250 people going, oh, well, we don't pay enough taxes, so this is wonderful. And I'm going, really? And then we have other people going, oh, well, this is an income tax in disguise, probably. And then there's the political aspects of, well, we should take care of the elderly. Well, yeah, that w- that's a good thought. However, uh, we could probably do a better job <laughs> um, than what the state is doing with this. And by the way, I just want to let you know, we are the first in the, in the United States to implement this tax. Really? First yeah. one? First one. So we have about five or six other states wanting to see how we do before they implement it. So if you think you can hide or move or what have you, uh, guess again, because there's other places that are considering the same thing. Yeah, it seems like we're very progressive in this state. We always do things first in a lot of regards. In a lot of yeah, regards. Yeah, but... Sometimes there's a mistake in there somewhere. Okay, so there is a loophole on this. The, the state has said that if you get private long-term care insurance before November 1st, you can be exempt from having to pay this tax. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that has put the alarm out, and we have several insurance companies that have provided long-term care, mm-hmm. and they have gone, whoa, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. So we've had five insurance carriers back out of the state of Washington going, oh, but we're afraid. And their fear is, is that you're going to take out a long-term care policy and then you get your exemption by the way you get that through the Employment Security Department. So what happens is that you get your exemption and then you're going to cancel the policy. Well, it costs the insurance companies money to administrate these policies and they're afraid if you don't keep it long enough, they're going to lose money. Mm-hmm. So they've backed out. We've had five insurance companies go, oh, no, we're not accepting any more applications from the state of Washington. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. So we have a, two others, which are what I would call hybrid long-term care policies, which mm-hmm. is a combination of life insurance and long-term care. So we still have those available, but... Um, you don't have any other choices anymore because the insurance companies have completely said, oh, no, we are afraid of this. And second to that is, you know, we have limited availability now. Mm -hmm. So those people will be exempt. And I've had a lot of people say, okay, well, I'm 60. Uh, 
why do I have to pay the tax if I'm never going to collect? It's like, well, you got to pay into it for 10 years in order to collect anything. Otherwise, it's a donation. As simple as that. Or, I don't plan to retire in the state of Washington. How do I get away from it? You can't. Mm -hmm. And it's really that simple. Now, private long-term care has some advantages over what the state is offering. Two, you can pick a benefit amount. Okay? Second to that is that uh, a lot of the policies cover four different levels of long-term care. Because you know your mom, you know, Maybe she's a little older, and maybe she just can't check, balance her checkbook the way she used to, and maybe she can't go grocery shopping or clean her house as well as she used to. Okay, well, that's home care. You know, so we can have somebody help her with those things. Then there's the next level, which is the kids are taking care of the parents at night, and you need adult daycare because, you know, mom might leave the kettle on the stove and forget that it's there and cause a fire. Okay, then there is assisted living, and then you have traditional skilled nursing care on top of that. You, what you can expect is that on a private long-term care policy, all of those things would be covered. And it's going to pay out longer, and you can self-design how long you want it to pay, things of that nature. The other thing is, is it exempts the premiums that you pay or exempts your estate from having to give up everything you own because they will take into consideration that you've actually paid for long-term care. So if you want to leave anything to your family, then you would have the opportunity by buying long-term care and you'll get a certain exemption because you did make the effort. Mm -hmm. So that's really important to know because there's a lot of people out there that don't know they think, oh, well, my family will inherit everything that I have, and it's that's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not true. That's too bad. That's really it is. Hard. That's really hard. I remember when you first heard about it, you were freaking out, I think, darn close to it anyway. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, now what do we do? You know, we have to change the game plan. Well, and people are going to wake up and because it's based on the gross amount of money that you make, mm-hmm. and then after that, they take the employment security and the Medicare and... The income taxes after yeah. that. So everybody's paycheck is going to be a little bit lighter. Yeah, exactly. There's not going to be as much. So anyway, okay, let's take a break here right now. We're going to come back and we're talk some more about this. And by the way, let me just give out the phone numbers again. If you have a question about what Susan just talked about, you can call in at, well, I have to admit, here are the numbers, 425-373-5527 or 888- Two nine eight five five six nine. We'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show. Oh, and we have a we have another read here for Emerald Spiral. Now we just had the Emerald Spiral last weekend. However, they're going to do another one in September. So let's talk about this. The Emerald Spiral does return for a second engagement, and it's scheduled on September twenty fifth. Okay, we're happy to be bringing you another fair in so many months. We've had a tough couple of years with our wonderful fair without our wonderful fair. And it's a big, being a, oh my God, what did I write here? And this big, biggest attended fair in the whole area. So it's a really good thing. So let me just give you background on their biggest new age fair in the Northwest featuring metaphysical and spiritual authors, 
crystals, and many psychic readers. There are over 60 booths, probably be more this time, I'm pretty sure, uh, uh, selling crystals, books, and cre- readings. And many booths are still available, so you can contact them about that. So bring your family and your friends and kindred spirits and explore the exciting world of the alternative medicine, new age wisdom, and quantum physics. Allow the Emerald Spiral Expo to help you discover a new adventure on your journey of your spirituality, your purpose, and the magic inside of you. The Emerald Spiral is a free event with free parking at Kent Commons at 525 4th Avenue North on Saturday, September 25th, and the hours are from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So if you want to learn more about this, you can contact Astara Brisky, who is the moderator and controls this, if you're interested in becoming a vendor, and you can find out at emeraldspiral.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcome Garnet Schulhauser, who will join us for another lively round of metaphysical Q&A. On Saturday, Ken Elliott, the master of manifesting, returns with more of manifesting one, two, three, and you don't even need the three. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this morning we've got on Ms. Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange, and she's telling us about this thing going on with, you know, long-term health care and what they're going to do, be doing that. Is that oh, is there a starting date on this? Is this January 1st? Yeah, this is January 1st. Okay. Um, and uh, by the po- time most people discover it, it'll be too late to uh, claim an exemption mm-hmm. from this tax. Okay. And uh, so you need to be aware of it because it's going to impact your paycheck. Yeah. So, and, you know, the funny thing is, is that people like to put their head in the sand and say, hey, I'm never going to need that. But, you know, if you start really thinking about your parents, your grandparents, your lifestyle, your health, and, you know, really taking a look at that, you know, do you really want your kids to wipe your butt? I mean, that's a really harsh thing Well, not really, no, but... (laughs) But, you know, a lot of people don't have a lot of alternatives, and, you know, you might want to sit down and have that conversation with your children, adult children, and say, okay, hey, look, um... Here's the situation. How do you feel about this? And some kids will say, oh, no, we're moving to Minnesota, Mom. We're not even going to be in the state. We're not doing that. And then on the other hand, yeah, do how does that really look for you? So you need to really give it some serious thought. Right. uh, Because it's a real strong fact of life that as we get older, we're able to do less and less daily acts of living that you know things that we take for granted when we're younger right and so it's a really serious topic and um you know personally you know my husband wants to be the guy that uh is uh skipping down the hallway and they have to kind of go uh mr bergstrom you need to uh go back to your room because and put some pants on <laughs> so, would your husband do that? Uh, I would 
I wouldn't put it past him. Okay. Good to know. Really good to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he wants to live long enough to be a problem to his children. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Yeah. That's really funny. By the way, I wanted to mention another time here that we are taking your calls for any questions that you might have about Medicaid or Medicare and 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 healthcare after 65. So uh, please give us a call at 425-373-5527 or toll-free in Western Washington at 888-298-5569. Okay, so... I have a question. Oh, good. You mentioned earlier it's like something that's within the next 10 years retiring, and then you just said adult children. Well, I'm adult children, and I'm not going to be retiring within the next 10 years. So what are some of the things I... I should be thinking about. Okay, so you need to be thinking about, okay, um, how much money do you make every year times $5.80 in today's dollars that you're going to be taking out of your paycheck every month and magnify that by how many years it is until you really retire. So figure out how much money that is and say, wow, that's really interesting. I'm going to give away how much money? Do I really want to donate that to the state for something I may never need? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I feel bad for these people who are going to continue to work, pay this tax, and get very little from it. Yeah. Because it's not going to exempt you from them taking everything you own. Yeah. But on the other hand, you have to kind of look at it as, uh, ooh, there's a good donation. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And it's not tax deductible or anything else. And so how is this benefiting me? So all I'm doing is donating, like you said. Correct. Pretty much. But see, okay. when we're talking about somebody who's younger, if you took out a long-term care policy, number one, in the long term, it's going to be cheaper than the tax. Yeah. Okay. It's going to give you more benefits that you can take anywhere you want, you know, so you don't have to live in this state for a private company to take over. And it's going to um, provide you with a very dignified type of um, experience in a long-term care facility versus somewhere where it may not be up to your standards. Yeah. And it provides you, you can even stay in your own home if you want to, okay, which is even better. You know, maybe you don't need to go to a facility. So, I mean, there are a lot of things to consider, but... As the clock ticks at this very moment, you have until November 1st to get something in place before the government says, time's up, you get to pay it. Yeah. But even if you do have to pay the tax, you really need to start considering what does old age look like for me and how do I want to live in my older years. And I'm not saying that everyone that's old needs long-term care. There could be a motorcycle accident. There could be a sickness. There could be a whole bunch of stuff. And you could be in your 30s, 40s, or 50s and still need long-term care because you can't function. So, I mean, you really need to look at what if. And that is the bigger uh, scenario and where most people put their head in the sand saying, oh, I don't, that'll never happen to me or I'm not going to do it that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Just when you say sure. that, it happens. Yeah. Well, yeah, look at how many facilities there are already 
And you think that if we added, say, a hundred thousand dollar thousand people more to that system, that you're going to have a, your pick of the best facility, unless they start building more facilities. Yeah, yeah. You may have there may it may look completely different in twenty years. Yeah, I was just thinking about this in, in astrological terms because the Pluto and Leo generation, which is my generation. Well, lasted from 1938 to about 1970, approximately, right there. Took a long time to move Pluto through Leo at that time. But all the people that came out of that generation, Leo is about children and reproduction. So this was called the boomer generation. Naturally, it'd be the baby boomer. A lot of people were born then. So that means the the healthcare systems and old age systems are really going to be taxed by the amount of people that are still alive right now. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> really. And that's why the government is imposing this tax is because they take a share of what's called the spend down or providing care. Yeah. But uh, they're afraid that they're not, they're going to run out of resources. And so this tax is going to help offset what the state would be obligated to pay on your behalf. You know, it's kind of, they're trying to disguise this almost as as an investment type of thing, aren't they? (laughs) Well, it's what it seems like. If you you invest in this, you'll get the benefits out of it in 10 years. Well, you're not going to get any benefits out of it. So what the heck is this about? Well, no, it's $36,500. Okay. But let's take a look at what skilled nursing care is going to cost in 20 years. Oh, right. We're looking at... um, Statistically, $200,000 to pay for a year of long-term care in 20 years. Wow. That's what long-term care is really going to cost. Now, home health care in today's dollars is about $55,000 a year. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's still more than what you're getting from 10 years of investment. In 20 in years, however, home health care will cost you 91000 Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so $100 a day, I mean, like, for real? Yeah, that's that's slum. That's slumlords. Well, it, it, it's not even going to touch the amount of money that it's really going to take. It's just going to be there more to benefit the state mm-hmm. not having to pay that and, and being able to collect premiums to help offset yeah. what their portion is going to be to help cover those expenses. So, basically... Um, since nobody does anything these days in setting up things in the government unless they're going to make money at it, is this a money-making thing for them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. So let me tell you who the traditional prospect has been for long-term care up until now. Okay. It's the wealthy mm-hmm. because they have assets to protect. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to give away their house, their real estate, their bank accounts, and everything that they've worked all of their lives so hard for. Yeah. So... People And they can afford it. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, those are the people that have been talked to about long-term care. Right. That, you know, the general population, it's like, well, you don't have enough assets to worry about it. So, you know, why, why pay it? Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is just really interesting. It seems like a reverse type of thing. You know, put money into it and you don't have to, you'll lose all of it. Oh, well, geez. You know, that's what the first time you told me about this, I said, what's good about that? Nothing's good about that. (laughs) Yes. Oh, and by the way, I want to bring... And P.S. and by the way, yes. Yes. I want to make sure that you are clear on this. 
let's say that you have an out-of-state employer, like California, okay, and you live here. Uh-oh. Well, guess what? You are not, they will pay the tax, <laughs> and they will take it out of your paycheck. So it doesn't matter where your paycheck comes from. As long as you live right. in the state of Washington, guess what? You get taxed. You're going to get taxed. Wow. Because that was a big question on Nextdoor, and there was a lot of denial there saying, well, they're not going to be able to take that out of my tax, or out of my check. Uh-huh. Guess again. Yeah. Because California will probably be the next uh, state after us to implement this tax. <laughs> wow. So you can run. You can hide. Yeah. But you really can't hide it at all. Right. So, yeah. The wow. only choice you have is to plan for the future. And, you know, it sucks. But, you know, on the other hand, so does donating your hard-earned money to the state when unnecessarily you could probably do something about it that's going to save you money yeah. and get you better services and yeah. provide for your family. So about how much money will it save a, a Okay, well, a I'm telling you right now that I won't even talk to you because long-term care insurance was great and wonderful up until the time the insurance carriers got scared and said, yeah. hey, we're not doing any more applications in the state of Washington. Right, right. We still have some hybrids. But if you're um, 40, let's give you an example. If you're about 47 years old, mm-hmm. okay, I can get you a long-term care policy for about $1,500 a year. Okay. Okay? Standalone long-term care policies are way cheaper than that. But Mm -hmm. right now, we don't have a whole lot of choice. Okay. And But I also have a client that makes $400,000 a year, and we designed him a great policy for the same amount of money that he's going to give for the state in taxes. Right. And he's going to be much more happy with it because um, it had cash value. Okay. So later on down the road, if he decides, okay, I don't need this anymore. He cashes it in. He cashes it in. Wow. <coughs> well, that, that's advantageous for sure. Oops, we got to take another break really quick here. When we get back, we're going to be finishing up with Susan. And this has been a very interesting day today. You know, to get Nathan to chip in with a question is pretty amazing. So, uh, anyway, we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is the Susan Bergstrom Hour. Yes, it is. Okay. This is a commercial for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange, and she's a licensed agent here in Washington and Oregon, helping people obtain security in their lives by providing Insurance that pays for final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one dies. Now, here's the long-term health care. I'm going to bring this up again, so I'm going to read this, okay? A new long-term health care starting in January 2022. A new long-term health care tax will be imposed on everyone that is a W-2 employee. This is a new state tax. You will be forced to pay 71 cents. Is that 71 cents, right? Um, well, that's what the attorney general said it should be, but okay. it's actually 58, 58 okay. right now. I'll have to change that. 58 cents for every $100 you earn. So if you earn $200,000 per year, the state will take whatever it is. I don't can't do the math in my head. So it, it's 1160 here, but it's lower than that. So anyway, we'll take that additional taxes from you. The benefit will give you $100 per day for one year if you still live in Washington. 
to qualify, you must pay for 10 years. So anyway, and you don't even get the money in the 10 years period anyway. So what's the point? Anyway, so she can provide a personal long-term care policy with much better benefits if you want to opt out of the state's plan. The state has made this tax mandatory. You cannot opt out unless you pay for your own. There are a bunch of rules on the policy that must be structured. Please call her and please call me and her uh, if you want a cheaper option. Most life insurance contracts with long-term health care writers do not meet the criteria. And it's certainly worth a conversation. So if you want to know more about this, you can contact Susan at the Medicare Exchange. And her phone number is 253-318-9379. And you can contact her at her email address at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. Bored with the other stations? Hammering away on the same old talking points? Try Alternative Talk 1150 and get some variety. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show for the final segment with Ms. Susan Bergstrom. We've been talking a lot about the long-term health care tax thing that's coming up next year for people who are W-2 employees. Thank God I'm self-employed. That's all I can say. So anyway. (laughs) Yes, uh, I feel the same way. (laughs) Yes, I bet you do. (laughs) However, my husband is not exempt. Um, oh, so yes, we are taking care of that. Well, that's good. So yeah. here's the, so we've talked a lot about long-term care and things of that nature. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the other things that I do. Yes, yes. Okay, so open enrollment. Okay, Medicare open enrollment is October 15th through December 7th. Okay, there's some really good stuff coming, and I'm yeah. really excited about it. You told me about some of that this morning, which yeah. I can't talk about. Well, I, can, I can't talk about specific companies, but I will tell you that there is one company that's stepping up and putting out a alternative health care agenda. It, it's going to cover, you know, acupuncture, chiropractic, naturopath, and massage therapy. Yes. Which we've never experienced ever before. But... They're they're rearranging everything now, and legally we can talk about specifics uh, come October 1st. But if, uh, you know, you're being nickeled and dimed to death, and you want to still continue to see your doctors, we do all the research for you so you do not have to gamble your health care in the future. So we can actually design something for you that's going to work for you. And I give everybody a choice. Right. But if we sat down and talked about, okay, what's important to you, who your doctors are now, okay, what does your plan look like, okay, is it ideal, Is it does it fit, we can pretty much narrow it down so come October, when open enrollment starts, I'll know exactly what plan, based on what's available in 2022, might be a better, the best fit. Yeah. And wouldn't it be nice to know that your plan currently is the right plan? Right. Um, because they change everything every single year. Yes, and it they makes do. it more challenging yeah. than anything else. So I'm going to offer up that you call me and we'll just sit down and review what you have. Um, it's going to be in a kind of an informal situation where we just talk about what it is. Okay. Then we can talk later about how it could be better. 
um, or if you're on the right plan at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's special programs and a whole bunch of other things changing as well. Oh, and by the way, P.S. and by the way, I want to tell people, your insurance carrier and Medicare will never call you. So when you get a phone call from somebody who says, hey, I'm from Humana or I'm from Aetna or United Healthcare or Regents or whatever, that's a lie. No kidding. I've been getting phone calls like that for a long time. This is United Healthcare. No, 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 no. I don't know how they're getting away from it. But, you know, that's really illegal according to the Centers for Medicare because you're not supposed to contact anyone without their permission. That's sort of like the IRS. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The IRS isn't going to call you either. No, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> but, you t- oh, my God, you know how many calls I get of those a day? Yeah. Five uh, or six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I just got one yesterday from Leverage Planners was their name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody my calls God, you, um, the... Social Security, Medicare will always send you a letter, and it has the eagle with a star around it, okay? Right, right. If it doesn't have the eagle with the star on it, it's a solicitation. Okay. So don't talk to those people. Yeah. Because they can enroll you in a plan without your permission. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, ask me. I have had clients go, I don't know what health care I've got. I talked to somebody on the phone, and I thought I was getting this. Oh, my God, don't do that. Yeah, you've told me some horror stories about Um, that. Yeah, because it's not always what it seems to be anymore, and people are rather vulnerable. See, now, I've learned something today on this show, that these people should not be calling me. They're always like, they're pre-recorded calls and go, Hello, this is United Healthcare, talking to you about your health assessment. You know, know, I already did one, by the way, and they're still calling me. So right. anyway, okay. So bottom line, look for a letter in your mail, right? Yeah, if, yeah, if it's okay. legit from yeah. Medicare, Social Security, you need to look for the eagle with a star around it because I've gotten, I, at least my clients are loyal to me. They send me pictures of their mail yeah. and of things that they get, and they um, they send it to me going, hey, is this legit? And I go, no, if you look at the teeny tiny little print in the right-hand corner, it says this is a solicitation for Medicare. It's, it's not from the government, yeah, even though it Medicare. looks like an official piece of mail. Okay, so it's like all those things that you see on TV, all these Medicare companies saying that will get you additional health. That's more solicitation, right? Right. Yeah, okay. Okay, so we'll talk about TV, too, because the ads are going to be Oh, my amazing. God, they're all over the place okay. right now. You can get this free. You can get that free. Yeah, you, right. You're being, you know, you're spending too much if you're not getting this free. Yeah, right. you know, even Joe Namath is advertising it. Well, that's the problem <laughs> is that when you call, you've given them permission to talk to you. Uh huh. Okay, and it's another solicitation. You can only get things for free if you're making less than fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, right. Okay, exactly. and and you don't own anything. You don't have a house, and wow. you don't have a bank account. You don't have this. this you don't have that, and the other thing. Yeah, right, right. So exactly. beware. <laughs> wow, you know, that's really something. It's okay. if it's too good to be true, it usually is. That's and right. you know, if you call me and you say, "Hey, does any of this apply to me?" I'll be able to tell you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yes. So, Susan, we got to stop this right now. We got to tell everybody about our event on Tuesday. Yay. Okay. It is called the, uh, what's it called? Jupiter Experience. I can never remember it. 
metaphysical conversation. It starts not at Pizza Casa. We change the venue, everybody. So if you're planning on coming to that, you come to Burr's Restaurant, which is 6151 Stillicum Avenue Southwest. Boulevard Southwest, excuse me. Lakewood. Lakewood, Washington. So anyway, um, that's happening, and we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have Donna Sebo there, who is the guest or the host. Or no, she's the speaker. Excuse me. She's something. Anyway, and she's going to be great. And you're going to go parking yourself at Pizza Casa to, to waylay all those people that go there. So uh, For a little while, yes. Yeah, that's, I, you know, I hate to do, somebody has to do that. So anyway, okay. So anyway, we're looking forward to starting this new group. It'll be every Tuesday night at, at about 5.30 p.m. Okay, so um, what time, how much time I got? I got three. Oh, wow, I don't have to rush. Okay, and also the horoscope column, I'm still doing that, 1150kknw.com. I do that every week. It's posted every day before noon on Monday. And then we also have a barrel full of monkeys, one and two, that I do a couple of readings through the uh, audio book that, that these are. So I have a couple of those. And so we can, okay, we can get a hold of you at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. You can get a hold of me at eileengrimes.com. So anyway, so next week we have on Matt Shea. He's going to be the first on in August. And then the second week we'll have on Jackie Slevin. The third week we do have on, I believe, Mitch. His name is Mitch Lewis. And then we have the last week we have on Astara Brisky, who is the owner and the manager of the Emerald Spiral Fairs. And she's going to come on and talk about that. So anyway, this has been fun today. It has. I know it's a very serious topic, but you know what? Um, You know, lack of planning is a problem. Yeah, for most people it is. You know, and when you kind of kind of pulled me in when I turned 65 you kind of jumped on me and pulled me aside says we have to do this oh, yeah, yeah you know and then when I found out how wonderful it was and how easy it was to do it with you it was just amazing because she's fabulous guys she really is if well I work as your advocate yeah so that's true. you can do it on your own and you're on your own <laughs> yeah or you can call me and I can oh, keep you abreast on things she's and like a heat-seeking missile people if things are going well you are yeah, you know, thanks. you're welcome <laughs> you are I mean you you took a few people down a couple of times when something happened that wasn't supposed to happen with me so it was awesome so anyway we've got to hang it up today we had a great show and it's the first week back after being not here, so my my mouth is a little off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tweak it a little bit, and so it works out better next week, okay? Okay, so that's it for us this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Next week will be Matt Shea, and this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.